when you say you are submitted to God, you are saying you are under his authority. When you speak, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Let's say there's some demonic force, a demonic traffic going on there. They are going to bow and recognize the name of Jesus. They know, like I was saying, they know whether or not you are really submitted to God. They know. Many people are trying to use the name of Jesus and they are not committed to him at all. And that is a tragedy, a, a mistake going somewhere to happen sad. You must submit yourself to God before you can resist the devil. All right, good morning again, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. Let's have a word of prayer as we'll get started right to the word of God today. Father, we thank you. We just praise you in the name of Jesus. You sent your word and healed us and delivered us from all destruction. And we thank you and we praise you for it. Now, your people will be made whole today because you are the healing one. And they have come to hear and to be healed. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. We are in a new series this morning, and this is part one of these signs. Write that down. These signs, and this is part one. Okay, Prophet, we may begin. As soon as a man believes, these signs are to accompany him. In my name shall they cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That's right. Hmm. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. They shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick will do what? The sick will recover. They shall recover. Now, somebody might say, well, what is the laying on of hands is all about? Write this down. Take good notes now. In Mark chapter, what is it, 16. Okay? In Mark chapter 16, you will see what we are talking about. And these signs shall follow them that believe. If you are born again today, every believer can lay hands on the sick. That's what he's telling you. Now, most people look for somebody to lay hands on them. But listen, at some point, you must grow up and learn to help yourself and do these things. Why? Because God is looking to you to do what he said do. Now, again, every believer can lay hands on the sick. You have that power already. This is why last week we told you, you don't want to uh, ask the Lord to heal you because you already healed. You don't want to ask the Lord to make you his righteousness because he already has. Can you see what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. so every believer, every believer can lay hands on the sick. And Jesus said they will recover. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Prophet? I say the same thing. All right. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Okay. We'll pick up the notes again. So these are the signs, um, 
As soon as the man believed, these signs, according to the word of God, are to accompany him. Number one, in my name, they shall cast out demons. Number two, they shall speak with new tongues. Number three, they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Number four, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And I think these are wonderful, wonderful signs that follow the believer. Amen. Yeah. So let's continue. The word believer, the word believer means a believing one. Mm -hmm. It means a believing one. As soon as a man was born again, God planned that he should advertise the new creation by healing sick folk in the presence of the unsaved world. Hmm. That's interesting. Jesus' entire ministry was a combat with the demonic forces. Yes, it is. Amen. The same thing is true of the church. All diseases, all sickness, all pain, all trouble, all sin is a result of the satanic hatred of the human race. I'll say that again. again. The same thing is true of the church. All disease, all sickness, all pain, all trouble, all sin is the result of the satanic hatred of the human race. Yes. Wow. In my name, they shall cast out demons. They shall take, and they were to take Jesus's place. They were going out into the world and acting for him. Praise God. First John 3 and 8 says, uh, according to First John 3 and 8, this is what was going on. Jesus came to destroy the works. Of the devil. That's right. We we are to act for him today. According mm-hmm. to John 14, 12, it says, greater works than these shall we do. Because I go to the Father. And whatsoever you act in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, that will I do. I'm going to read it again. This is John 14, 12. Greater works than these shall you do, because I go to the Father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Mm -hmm. Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, that will I do. This is Jesus speaking. Amen. That's right. Praise God. That's right. It, you know, it's it's worth mentioning here when he said, "Whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, that will He do." That name is the authority. Whatsoever you ask the Father in my authority, mm. that will He do. You remember the scripture that talks about. Uh, every knee shall bow. Yes. Let me put it, for God had highly exalted him, talking about Jesus, and have given him a name that is above every name. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yes. The name of Jesus is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, Every knee shall bow. In other words, cancer got to bow to the name of Jesus. Heart trouble must bow to the name of Jesus. COVID-19 or any other variant out there, it bows to the name of Jesus. Are you getting this? Yes. He says, in my name. In other words, in my authority. The name of Jesus is the authority on which we operate under. 
If you are not submitted to Jesus, you have no authority. If you are not submitted to Jesus, the devil laughs at you to my, you bind him. Because he knows you don't have any power over him. Satan know when you are submitted to God. One of the scriptures that I gave when we first started, James chapter 4 and verse 7. Submit yourself unto God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. The devil will only flee if you are submitted to God. There is no other way. You've got to be submitted to God. In order to have authority to bind the devil and, and cast out demonic forces, you must be under authority. If mm. you are not under authority, you can't have authority. Mm. All right. Go ahead. Mm. Well, Apostle, I'd like to ask a question. Since you kept talking about that word submitted, you must be submitted to God. 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 What does that mean? You must be under his authority. And again, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because I think that's where a lot of people may be missing it. And so I think we need to just stay in there for a little bit today, if you don't mind. Sure. Because that's a word. That's a word. And to many of us, it, that's all it is. It's just a cute mm-hmm. word for us to say. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm submitted to God. I'm submitted to God. But what does it actually mean? Can we get a look at it? What's the actual apl- practical application of being submitted or, or under his authority? What does that mean? Because when we are in, when we're in the middle of trouble, when we're in the middle of a, a test or a trial, we we need to be able to actually apply that principle. And if we don't even know what it means, how can we apply it? Yeah. The scripture tell us in the in Acts chapter 19, it has the account of this man trying to cast out the devil, trying to take authority over devil, over the devil, excuse me. And he was not submitted to God. Mm -hmm. And the demon spoke up and said, Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. But who are you? Who are you? We don't know you. You don't have no authority over us. And the Bible said they jumped on on this man. Those demons jumped on him and they whipped, they physically, literally whipped his clothes off of him. He was running out of there naked, no clothes on. They had beat him just that bad. Why? He was trying to stand in authority that he did not have. See, being submitted to God is saying, I'm under his authority. That's what it means. I'm under his authority. Jesus is my Lord. He's not just my savior. He is my Lord. Means he's the boss. Watch this. I do what he say do. I do what he say do only. Remember the man who who had the servant, he was sick of deposit. And he went to Jesus. And he told Jesus, my servant lies home sick of deposit. And Jesus said, okay, I'll come and heal him. And this man told Jesus, he said, look, I don't need you to come to my house. I know how authority works. I'm a man under authority. He was a military officer. And he said, I say to, to this man, go, and he go, and I say to another one, come, and he come. What was he saying? I understand how authority works. And he told Jesus, just speak the word only, and my servant will be healed. Without you even coming to my house, mm-hmm. 
just speak the word and my servant will be healed. That man understood authority. Now, when you say you are submitted to God, you are saying you are under his authority. When you speak, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Let's say there's some demonic force, a demonic traffic going on there. They are going to bow and recognize the name of Jesus. They know, like I was saying, they know whether or not you are really submitted to God. They know. Many people are trying to use the name of Jesus, and they are not submitted to him at all. And that is a tragedy, a, a mistake going somewhere to happen fast. You must submit yourself to God before you can resist the devil. Hmm. If you are not submitted to God, you can't resist the devil. Mm -hmm. He'll beat you up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Amen. He'll stay on you. So you 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 have to be under the authority of Jesus. That's why the scripture Amen. says in the book of Revelations, and they overcame him. Mm -hmm. By the blood of the Lamb, which is Jesus, watch this now, and by the word of their testimony. This is why after we teach you, we open the phone line. To get your testimony. Did this help you? Did this bless you? Uh, what? Even if you say no more than it bless me, I want to tell you something. You done made the devil very scared. And there's nothing he can do about what you said. Hmm. But get out of your way. Now, once you say I'm healed in the name of Jesus, shut up. Get quiet. Why do I say that? You can't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I feel so bad. Who are you giving acknowledge to? To Satan. But if you get up in the morning and you could be feeling bad. And, oh, God, I want to thank you by your stripes I'm healed. Hmm. Satan don't know whether that's you talking or Jesus. Are you listening Come to on. me? That's right. He just don't know. See, a lot of people talk about, well, you know, I'm putting on the whole arm of God, but they have no idea how you do that. Hmm. You cannot put on the whole arm of God and be successful without being under the authority of Jesus. My Lord. It'll never, ever work. Many people talk that way, but it has no power to it mm. to back it up. Folks, you got to cooperate with God. You can't say I'm healed and then start speaking sickness and disease. Mm. It doesn't work. Do that help any? Amen. Yes, it does. Oh. It does. And, and that's why I wanted us to look at that a little bit. I'm going to look at another scripture, if you don't mind, too, Apostle. Because it sheds some light. It's in Mark nine twenty three. It says, Jesus said unto him, If thou can believe, all things are possible to him that what believe it. That believe it. Yeah, that that is basically what we're talking about uh, when we say submitted to God. Amen. That's right. Can you, am I still on? Can you still hear me? Yes. Yes. Hold on a second. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. So it says, all things are possible to him that believe it. Amen. We have to believe. Jesus said unto him, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. And so that's what we're talking about. We're looking at when you say, Obeying God, obeying God, submitted to God, doing what he say do. And what did he tell us to do? He told us to believe his word. He told us to have faith in, in him. Amen. And that's what it's all about. So we have to make sure that we are submitted to that 
That's what we're submitted to. We're submitted to believing the word of God and acting upon that word when the time comes. And so it's easy for us to say, I'm submitted to God. I'm submitted to God. But when the time comes for us to really be submitted to God, we don't know what that means. Being submitted to God means being submitted to his word. And being submitted to his word means we're going to do what he says. Mark 9.23 says, Jesus said, if you can believe, all things are possible to you that believe. So we have to make sure that that we are what? Believers. That's what we looked at this morning in our notes. It said these signs, as soon as a man became a believer, these signs would follow him. In my name, they'll cast out demons. Are we casting out demons? He said, in my name, they shall speak with new tongues. Are we speaking with new tongues? In my name, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, come on, and the sick shall recover. That's right. The word, the word believer means a believing one, a believing yeah. one. And as soon as we become believers, as soon as we become born again, God, the, what we're looking at is we are planted here in the earth to advertise. Now, don't you know, if you're here to advertise, don't you know when sickness and disease come up on you, the world is going to be looking at us to act like this? That's right. The world is going to be looking at us to advertise what we believe. Guys, we have to make sure what we believe. It cannot just be lip service. And then when when, when the need comes, when the test comes, when the trial comes, we're not acting like believers. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy to do. It is definitely not easy to do, but it comes very easily once we've made a decision. Once we've, in our spare time, in our time of, of peace, like right now, before the attack comes, examine yourself and, and make sure you know what you believe. So if a test comes on my body, like they do all the time, and I've shared this with you guys, I'm not perfect at this. I'm still working on Helen. And I thank you for praying for me because I need prayer. We all need prayer. But this is what where we should be working on, building our faith, that we believe what God is telling us. When the tests come, we won't have any problems with standing firmly in what we believe. Okay? Yes. So the test, there's a test, there's a trial on my body. And they come all the time to what? Shut me down. It'll come to shut you down. It'll come to make us look like liars to the world. It'll come to make us look like sinners to the world. But child of God, Mm -hmm. I promise you, if you would practice and learn how to stand firmly on that word when the test is in your body, you'll come out fine every time. Absolutely. Amen. You'll come out perfect. You'll come out healed. You'll come out delivered. It may take a little uh, effort on your part, meaning it's hard. You, you know, you're, you're hurting. You're in pain. You're, you're uncomfortable. The pressure is there. The symptoms are there. But here's what you should never do. Never open your mouth and say, I can't do it. I don't believe it. It didn't happen. Child of God, you know what, you know what, you know what just happened? You just showed God you're not a believer. That's right. All right now, pay attention. That's yeah. Right. It's it's hard. It sounds it sounds cruel, but guys, this is the truth. When the test is in my body, when the pain is racking, when I can hardly hold my head up, when I can hardly open my mouth and speak the word, I am not going to say, Well, I guess I miss God. Oh, well, I guess it's just not working. Oh, well, I guess it's I you know, this is not working for me. Please never do that. Never do that. Remember what we shared with you a long time ago? Let me remind you. A thought, come on, unspoken, unspoken come on, will, will die. It will die. die. Come on, unborn. unborn. I'm going to say it again. The thoughts in your head is that it's not working. Oh, this is not working. Oh, oh wow, you're hurting so bad. Come on, are you listening to me? Come on, follow along with me. You're hurting so bad. And you open your mouth and say, oh, this is not working. I'm not healing. 
Never do that. Never do that. Because when you do that, which is what Satan's trying to get you to do, you just let him know you are not a believer. Mm-hmm. You just let him know you are not submitted to God. You can say you're submitted to God all day long if you want. But being submitted to God means being submitted and not only submitted, committed. C-O-M-M-I-T-T-E-D, committed to doing what his word says to do. We practice in good times, like right now. We're in healing school. We're listening. We're, we're studying the word. We're looking at that word. We're eating that word. We're meditating that word. These are the good times. These are the peaceful times. But child of God, when that pain comes in the middle of the night, when that t- attack comes on your body in the middle of the night, that's the time for you to operate in what you've been practicing in healing school. Did you hear me? That's the time to call on the Lord and say, Father, thank you. By Jesus' stripes, I know that I'm healed. I thank you that Jesus is my Lord. Father, you are my God, and I have faith in you. I thank you that you took my infirmities. You bear my sicknesses in your own body, and I'm not saying anything other than that. So, Satan, you may as well get up and get out of here in the name of the Lord Jesus. According to Mark 11, he says, speak to the mountain, and I'm speaking to you right now. What's going on? That pain, that so pain, it's all over your body. It's listening. It's listening to the words of God coming out of your mouth. And child of God, if you will stand there, if you will keep saying that, that pain has to bow its knee to the very word of God that's coming out of your mouth. Are you listening to me? That's right. That's how you show God you are what? Committed to his word. Yes. You have to say, come hell or high water, sink, creep, swim us, crawl. I'm committed. I'm going to say what the word of God says. And I need to make sure you knew how to do that. I need to make sure, Apostle and I need to make sure you understand what that means when you say, I'm a believer. What are you saying? I believe the word of God. And you're saying, I'm committed and I'm submitted. That's what it says. No matter what's happening, I'm going to keep saying the scripture. I'm going to keep saying the word of God. I'm never going to quit. I'm never going to cave in. I'm never going to give up. I'm never going to throw in the towel. No matter how you hurt me, Satan, no matter how many symptoms are in my body, if I can open my mouth, I'm going to say, Father, thank you. My body is healed. Father, thank you. By the stripes of Jesus, I know that I'm healed. I believe your word. You said have faith in God. Jesus told me to have faith in you, and my faith is in you. I'm not turning from it. If if I die and come to you today, I'm going to die knowing that you could have healed me, that you should have healed me, that you would have healed me. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm not changing my Are you listening? That's committed to God. And child of yes. God, when you have that kind of commitment upon you, your healing will show up. Absolutely. It will manifest. Yes. Yes, it will. So That's we right. need to make sure you understand that. That's your job. Jesus has done his job. He is the supplier of what you need. But you are the one that must believe and receive the gifts that have been so miraculously provided for us. But Satan, you got to remember, you have an adversary. You have an adversary. You have a, an, a, a, a force that's arrayed against you, that's trying to steal. The Bible says in John 10, 10, the thief, come on, the thief comes to what? What does he come to do? He comes to rob. He comes to wow. steal. He comes steal. to steal and destroy. That's right. He'll steal it from you just to show it as, as a taking candy from a baby. If you are not submitted and committed to that word, he'll walk away with that blessing. And I'm telling you, you'll be, we'll be wondering what, what happened. But you, you got to realize you gave it to him. You opened your mouth in pain and said, oh, I don't believe. I thought I had it. I didn't. No, don't do that. Don't ever. Listen, doubt in your head will die unborn if you don't speak it out of your mouth. That's right. Now I got to get you understanding that. So we can talk all this talk all day long if we want to. But here's where the rubber meets the road. What will I do? In the press. 
What will I do when the test comes in the middle of the night? Child of God, I promise you, if you stand against it in the middle of the night, joy will come in the morning daylight. It will. As sure as you are who you are, it will come. Why? Because you are in a fight. See, the Bible says fight. Come on. The good fight. It's not a bad fight. It says fight the good fight of faith. Right, Apostle? What what verse is that? Fight the good fight of faith. What is a good fight? A good fight is when you are in the battle and you will not open your mouth to say anything contrary to the word of God. That's a good fight. Yes. No matter how long it takes, you're standing, you're fighting, you're toiling all night. The servant came and said, I've been toiling all night. I've been in this battle all night. But he didn't give up. He didn't quit. And the joy, the battle was hit with the Lord's. But the victory was it was his and it will be yours because, see, when you refuse to cave in and quit, see, when you refuse to quit. Guess what? The battle is God's, but the victory is yours. You got to yeah. realize your your part, child of God. He said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. What's the weapon? The weapon is the word of God in your mouth. And if you just stop speaking with thus say the Lord to speak your feelings. You're going to lose that battle every time. Every time. So I don't care how painful it is. I know it sounds bad for me to say that. I don't care how painful. But child of God, what am I saying? I'm trying to tell you, you shouldn't be concerned about that as much as you are concerned about making sure the word of God is continuously coming out of your mouth. It might hurt with every breath you take. But if you say, Father, help me to speak. Just help me to hold on. He will help you. He will help you, yes. but never speak. You know how the kids, uh, when they're children and they, and they, I don't know what kind of game that was, but they're trying to get the other one to say uncle. <laughs> they're trying to get you to say uncle. Yeah. You know, they beat, they're hitting on you so hard. Say uncle, say uncle. And you said, no, I'm not going to say. And they, they break, put your arm, twist their, your arm behind your back up. That's right. Foot or whatever. Say uncle. Say uncle. Well, that's what Satan's trying to do when he's putting that Absolutely. pain on you. He's trying that's to get good. you to say uncle. He's trying to get you to say, I, 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 I can't make it. I, 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 I'm, I, I'm going to Don't ever say that. That's right. You say what thus saith the Lord. You stand tall. You stand your ground against that demonic force. And you say, Father, I believe you. I have faith in you. If you can't do no more than say that, say that. Have Father, I have faith. I have faith in you. I believe God. I believe God. And I promise you, he will not leave you alone. Because as long as you have his word coming out of your mouth, you will win that battle every time. Absolutely. It's going to take some effort, but you'll win. Are you getting it? I need to make sure you understand what you're saying when you say you're submitted to God. Because sometimes the words of our mouth do not match the actions that we portray when we're in the battle. That's right. So we we need to examine ourselves. Examine ourselves, all right, and make sure that we are submitting. Make sure that we are ready. We're ready. Amen? We're ready. That's right. So James right. Mark nine twenty three says, "All things are possible to him that believes." Uh, yeah, all things. Before we leave this area, the scripture that you use, "Fight the good fight of faith," is First Timothy chapter six and verse twelve. Read it from the Come King on. James version; you get a better understanding. First mm-hmm. Timothy chapter six and verse twelve. All right. Now, at the beginning, chapter 6 and verse 12, and and yes, yes, you need to read that. And see, there's another scripture I want you to have also. Listen to this one. Mark chapter 5 and verse 36. Mark 5 and 36. As soon as Jesus heard the words that were spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Listen to this. Be not afraid. Mm-hmm. Only believe. 
say it again. Be not afraid. Only believe. In other words, I like to say believe only. Child of God, if you believe only, no matter how bad those pains are getting, you got to understand this is how your this is the weapon of your warfare in the midst of that terrible pain. The medication is not going to help you. But I promise you, if you just make it up in your mind, Father, I believe only. Mm-hmm. Father, I believe only. Father, I believe you. <laughs> See, but it's got to be coming off of your lips. Child yeah. of God, this is how we're going to win the war of the battle that Satan is arrayed against our bodies to take us out of here early. We're not going to let him do that. Are you listening to me? That's right. We're not. We're going to fight. We're going to fight the good fight of faith, and we're going to lay hold of our healing. Are you with me this morning? Praise Absolutely. God. Uh, at the beginning, I made a statement to everybody, and the statement was, the key to Satan's defeat is to keep him out of your mind. Y'all remember that? Yes. Keep him out of your mind. Now, let me say this to you. The word of God is medicine. You can take the word of God, heal yourself, and cause your own deliverance to come just by using the word of God. Did you catch that? Yes. You can heal and deliver yourself with the word of God. Somebody needs to hear that today. Amen. That's what we've been talking about all along, Apostle. But it's got to be coming out of your it's got to be coming out of your mouth. Some of sometimes we think just because it's written in the Bible, it will heal us. That is not the practical application of the word. You must learn the practical application. That's the written word. We know the written word. But when it's time to see our healing manifest, we must make sure that the word of God is coming off of our tongue. Yes. We have to make sure we are the keepers of our of our own bodies by by standing guard over it with that word. Right. Just because it's written in the in the tables of the Bible on the pages of the Bible doesn't mean it's automatic. No. But I do I do know this, if we will get it in our hearts and have a made up mind and be very dogmatic about it and say no matter what I'm going to I'm going to speak the word of God over my life because see if you don't speak the word of God over your life you can't trust that to anyone else this is your life people people say all the time I'll pray for you but they might not remember i think people have well good intentions but we have to make sure that we are speaking the word of God over our lives daily mhm Daily. That word must be coming. And then, too, again, I cannot say this enough. I hope you're listening to us out there. I hope you take a moment to turn the TV off, put down, turn the fire off the pot, you know, close the doors if you have to, tell everyone else, wait this one hour. And then go back to doing what you're doing. But you need to concentrate. You need to meditate on what's being said in this one hour every Saturday morning. Yes. So that you can really get a good working knowledge of it and understand how to put it to work in your life. This is very important. We thank God for you. We're so excited that you're showing up every Saturday morning. Absolutely. We want to hear testimonies from you. We want to hear you telling us what God's word has done for you in your life. And I'm telling you, it will happen when we get a made up mind that we're going to work the word for ourselves. Amen. 
because God does not lie. His word is forever settled in the heavens. But we need to get a good working knowledge of it. Amen. I just wanted to say that. Praise the God. word the word believer means a believing one. And that was the side journey I took off when I said that before. As soon as a man was born is born again, God planned that that person should advertise the new creation by healing sick people in the presence of the unsaved world. See, this is what we do. This is why we do what we do. Jesus' entire ministry was a combat against the demonic forces of hell. And the same thing is true of the church. All disease, all sickness, all pain, all trouble, all sin is the result of the satanic hatred against uh, the human race. Satan hates us. In my name, he said, they'll cast out demons. We are to take our place. We are to take the same place that Jesus took. Absolutely. We are to go into all the world and act like him, child of God. First John 3 and 8. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. We are here to act out his ministry today. According to John 14, 12, greater works than these shall you do, he said, because I go to my father. He's mm-hmm. saying the works I did, you're going to do better works. You're going to do greater works. Why? Because I'm with my father. And whatever you ask in my name. Whatever you ask in my name, he said, that will I do. Jesus is making us that promise. That's a promise, guys, we can attest to, hold on to. We can take it to the bank. He said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it. Yes. Yes. Isn't that amazing? That is powerful. You call on him and say, Father, heal my body. Heal my body. I know you've already died and provided healing for me. Let it manifest in my body. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I'm asking this. Didn't he just say if you ask, he said he'll do it? See, this is why you must develop your faith. Because, see, if you don't believe that, it won't work for you. If you don't believe that, the minute you ask him to do something, and you don't see it immediately, you'll be trying to work something else. That's not commitment to the word of God. Are you listening to me? Yeah. See, he said right there, he said, whatever you ask in my father's name, he said, I will do it. This is a promise, child of God. Go and read John fourteen twelve. He said, and whatever you ask in my name, I'll do it. I'll do it. Now, here you are. You got this sickness in your body that Satan's trying to, you know, enforce and make it stay there. And you say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, Jesus, your son told me whatever I ask in his name, you'll do it. Manifest healing in my body. Remove this, 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 this attack from my body in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, here's where we miss it. Let me show you where you miss it. You're just taking that step. You just asked him. But now because the pain is still there, you're thinking he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to me? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. The yes. Bible says after you've done all that you can do, after you've done all there is to do, he said what? Stand. Stand. After you've done all to stand, stand. What are you saying, prophet? I'm he saying stands. don't open your mouth and say anything else other than thank you, Father. That's right. You go down the street acting like you have it. You go on about yes. your day acting like you have it. You go on That's to right. the next situation in your life acting like you have it. Jumping for joy, whistling a tune. I know the pain is still there, but act like you have it. Are you listening? And I promise you, it will, you won't be standing there too long if you keep acting like you have it. He will not That's leave right. you hanging. He will not Lord. leave you hanging. Nothing Praise moves God. God like faith. See, but you got to mix faith with your words. You've got to do that. That's right. Go down the street acting like you have it. Go to work acting like you have it. Go to the grocery store acting like you have it. Get in your car, drive. It doesn't matter. Act like you have it. You just asked him for it. He said, whatever you ask, I'll give it. Don't call him a lie. Well, if I ask for it, then I got it. Are you listening? That's right. Now, that's how you show God that you are a believer. Yes. That's how you show God that you are committed to his word. That's, That's how right. you show God 
then you're submitted to what he says in his word. That's how you show him. You show Jesus. I believe you. He said, whatever you ask, I'll do it. Now, act like you believe it. So you have to say to yourself, hmm, I just asked Jesus for this. I asked God for this in Jesus' name. Jesus told me whatever I asked his father, he'll do it. Well, I just asked. So I guess I got it. Hello? Hello? Yes. That's right. That's what you're supposed to say. Well, I got it. Now, I got it. And you get happy about it. Now, watch this. God is looking at you getting happy about it. And what is he saying? My child is down there believing me. My child is acting on my word. My child is showing that she trusts me, that he believes me. So I got it. I have to do it. I have to do it. I have to do it for them. I have to manifest it for them. Are you listening? That's good. Are you listening? See, this is how it works, child of God. But nothing's going to come to you by telling God you believe his word and then ask, like Jesus says, whatever you ask my father in my name, he'll do it. And you go to God with that and say, well, well, God, Jesus said, whatever I ask you in his name, you'll do it. So you heal my body. Will you do it? You don't go to God like that. No. You don't go with him. No, let me try, God. Let me see if it's going. You're already defeated because you're not in faith. That's right. You're not in faith. You can't go to God with a, the Bible says those who come to him must what? Must what? Must what? Must believe that he is. And that he mm-hmm. is a what apostle? He's a what? He's a rewarder. rewarder. He's a rewarder of them that, that what? Diligently. Come on. Seek him. Weren't you seeking him just now when you said, Father Jesus said, if I ask you, weren't you seeking him? Sure you were seeking him. Sure you were seeking. You were seeking his hand. You were seeking his attention. You were letting him know you were in need. Hey, Father, I'm your child. I'm in distress over here. I need your help. Yeah. Don't you know he don't you know he loves you so much? But child of God, we're trying to show you how he works. So you can get a good understanding. Just because you don't see it happening immediately doesn't mean he didn't give it to you. Now you need to stand in faith. That's all we're saying. Do not let Satan rob you of your faith. You've done the good work. You've asked in faith. Now stand in faith. That's right. And wait on it. Because it's coming. Absolutely. And I'm telling you. The body of Christ is going to wait. I'm telling you, we can hardly wait to hear your testimonies. We've heard some great testimonies. You know what? There are more out there for us to hear. That's right. Because God is still on the throne and he's still healing. Unlike some people try to make you believe that healing went out with the apostles. Show us that in the Bible. Show us that in the Bible. Where's the scripture for that? Everything we share with you, we show you the scriptures. Why? So you can go and read it for yourselves so your faith can grow. Do you know you cannot have faith for something that's not written in the word of God? It's just hearsay. That's right. And I've heard so many people talk about, well, my pastor say healing went out with the apostles. God isn't healing anymore. Well, show me that in the scriptures. And I'll believe it if you can show it to me. Yeah, But yet so so many of us hear that foolishness and we run off with it. And we run off believing that rather than believing what John 14 and 12 just said. Whatever, whatsoever you ask in my name, that will I do. How many people believe it? In the scriptures, this is the words of Jesus. That's what he said. Amen. Did he qualify by saying certain things? No, he said whatsoever. Yeah. Wow. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I don't let it get, I I do not miss the opportunity to use that word when I need something. I don't hesitate. You think healing doesn't attack my body? It attacks me like it attacks you and everyone else because Satan is a thief. We just read that. He hates the human race. Last time I checked, I was human and so are you. And that's why these attacks are coming on your body. Don't let anybody tell you that you have to die with these attacks. Don't let anybody tell you this is from God. You know how people say, well, you know, uh, 
God is trying to teach me a lesson. That's why he put this sickness upon me. No, no. No, no. Show me that. Show me that in the Bible. Show me the scripture for that. No. You can't find that in the the why why would a loving God who loves you so much? The Bible says God so loved the world. You know that scripture. He so loved the world that he gave his what? His only begotten son. That whosoever shall believe in him shall what? Come on. He so loved the world. Well, a yeah. God who so loved the world, would he have to put sickness on you? Hello? That's right. No, he didn't. Why would a God who gave his only begotten son, who had no sin, who was a perfect lamb, why would he give his life to take sickness off of you and off of me? And a lot of us don't even, we're not, we're not aware of that. All we were ever told about salvation is that we got saved. So when we die, we won't go to hell. But so mm-hmm. much more came with the package of salvation. What is it? Absolutely. He, he redeemed. You don't, we got to know what we're redeemed from, child of God. It's the threefold package. What am I redeemed from? I'm redeemed from poverty. Come on. Yeah. I'm redeemed from sickness. Come on. Yeah. I'm redeemed from spiritual death. That's right. Now, that's the threefold package of salvation. You ask yeah. the person, some some people haven't been taught these things, or, and you ask them, well, what did Jesus die to provide for you? Well, he provided my salvation so that I'm saved. But how much more did he die to provide for us that we're not even aware of? We're walking around just like the person laying out under the bridge who don't have a nickel, two nickels to rub together when they die in poverty, but come to find out they had a rich uncle who left them $2 million three years ago and they never knew about it. Mm-hmm. That's the way we're walking around in this earth because we don't understand that it's a threefold package and Jesus died to provide for us in poverty, to deliver us from poverty, to deliver us from sickness and from spiritual death. And because we are not aware of it, we do without. And Satan wants you to keep doing without. Oh, I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen this morning. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. But it's the truth anyway. You you need to know this. You need to know what belongs to you. And see, once you know it belongs to you, like we're talking to you, like we're sharing with you, let the redeemed, the Bible says. What is that? Come on, Galatians 3, 13. Come on, let the redeemed of the Lord. What? 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 Say, say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. What are you redeemed from? You go over there in the Old Testament and you start studying that, you'll see you're redeemed from poverty. You're redeemed from sickness. And you are redeemed from spiritual death. And I say it every chance I get. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Well, I say so. I say so. I am the redeemed. Do you know that keeps Satan off of you? Sure does. He's afraid of you. Because, see, you got a mouthful of weapons now. And he's afraid of you. Oh, well, come on. All right. Oh, God. I love it. I love it. I love it. Praise God. 